1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. Tonight's show is all about adventures in teaching, and boy, (laughs) do teachers ever have a lot of different kinds of adventures. And, you know, after 25 years of working with kids and therefore teachers, I have seen a lot And I am just so passionate about people understanding the adventures that teachers deal with. And of course, there are so many wonderful ones. But somebody said something to me recently that made it clear that not everybody really understands all the challenging adventures that teachers face. Here's what the person said to me. And I quote, Teachers shouldn't always be complaining about their pay and the time they work. They have off three months over the summer, and they're done working at two or three each afternoon. Okay. (laughs) Now, teachers, I have a feeling (laughs) that in about two minutes after I share what I'm going to share, all over our Right Road Kids Facebook page, there's going to be 9,000 amens, because here's the reality. And I'm sharing this not at all. To create controversy. I mean, the reality just needs to be said, heard, and known. And I'm going to share this from my perspective as a parent, as a nonprofit founder, and having worked with kids and teachers for 25 years now. Here's the reality. Of teachers' adventures, and of course, I can't cover everything. But I, I just want to touch upon a whole bunch so people really, really understand what teachers, the adventures that they deal with every day. First of all, teachers actually have shorter summers than when we were kids. Uh, usually, when we were kids, it was about three months. Now it's closer to two months at best, and that time is often spent planning and preparing, often for a new grade level, and sometimes even at the last minute. I mean, oh my gosh, I've heard from more and more teachers recently that they have sometimes even a week or two to, you know, they're in fifth grade and all of a sudden the district has shifted them to second grade with a week's notice. You know, they're not on these elaborate vacations in the tropics for three months. Um, they're garnering curriculum materials, not to mention school supplies, money coming out of their own pockets. And yes, sometimes teachers have a, a stipend, maybe 100 or $200. But realistically, if you've got 35 kids in your class, that money maybe at back-to-school prices covers a month, maybe. Maybe. So then you've got eight more months, and that's coming out of teachers' pockets. School days are not done at two o'clock. Usually it's 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. on campus. Then it's all the grading of the papers. We've got one baseball mom, <laughs> she's a high school teacher, and she brings piles. every baseball game, every practice, she's constantly grading papers. Teachers prepare for the next day until the wee hours of the night and on weekends. I- I've heard from so many of you wonderful teachers that that you listen to On the Right Road Sunday evenings as you're preparing for the week to come. And that just makes my heart so happy. Teachers often have 35 or more kids in a class at all different levels. I remember growing up, my recollection... Was that typically the average? You know, um, levels of learning were average and above, average to exceptional. And now it really is like in a fifth grade class, you might have half the kids at a first to second grade reading level. Then you've got other kids at an eighth grade, eighth grade reading level, and everywhere in between. And no assistant support, no aid support with all those different grade, you know levels in the class. Budgets are being cut. New curriculum focus is forced on teachers, sometimes even each month or each week. Often they're dictated how they're supposed to teach now. They're often evaluated only by test scores. So imagine if you're a business person and you're required to teach a seminar for a week to 35 people and those 35 people come in They don't have breakfast half the time. Maybe they're unkempt. They don't have time to take a shower. Um, They're exhausted. Maybe they've got family problems. These are the realities of the things that teachers are dealing with with their kids. And then imagine being that business person and having your pay be based on a test that you don't even give. Somebody else creates this test based on what you're teaching. And the end of that week, that's what your pay is going to be based on. You have no control over the test over any of those factors so this is the reality of what they're dealing with the other thing is is that for whatever reason and and I think this could be its own on the right road show but there seems to be more ADD, ADHD, autism special needs children in classes and while there are so many amazing parents out there it seems like more and more parents are so busy that oftentimes they don't even want to address and sometimes even admit the needs of their kids so they're kind of like often dumping them at the doorstep of the teacher saying, here, you deal with the problem. This is the reality. And the most beautiful part of it all is that teachers, at least the thousands and thousands and thousands thousands that I've met and worked with over the years, are in huge part dealing with all of these things with true grace, grit, and heart that shines through at every turn for their students. So I think that adventures is a perfect word for teachers' lives. And what I'd like to do with this show tonight is look at some of the adventures in teaching from a fresh, positive perspective for teachers and for everyone who works with kids. So welcome to you all this evening. Thank you all so much for tuning in and being a part of this special On the Right Road adventure. (laughs) I promise I'll do everything I can to make this episode an hour that will help and empower you and give you ideas in terms of adventure and uplifting your kids and you. And I'd like to start the adventure tonight by giving. You all know I love to give. I've got my first On the Right Road giveaway for this evening, and I'll do my fun um, teacher on the Right Road shout-outs near the end of the program tonight. Plus, in addition to my regular On the Right Road Facebook giveaways this evening, fitting in the adventure theme, I'm also going to have kind of word scavenger hunt email giveaways sprinkled in too. <laughs> so I might ask, for example, and this isn't one of them, but I might say, what's the title of my guest's book? And then listen closely and I'll share exactly what you do when, I, when one of those pops up, okay? And as a helpful reference, we'll get all the gifts and giveaways from tonight's show out in the mail to the teacher recipients the week of March 27th. So here's giveaway number one tonight. It's open to all teachers listening in the U.S. right now. And I want to clarify, when I say teachers, you guys, I also mean, of course, classroom teachers, but paraprofessionals, principals, librarians, any of you wonderful, wonderful right-road friends who work in schools, work with kids, you totally can enter these giveaways too. Okay, first, make sure, here's tonight's code word, okay? The code word for all the On the Right Road giveaways tonight is adventure. Pretty obvious for tonight, right? So you're going to go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page, so have that ready to rock and roll, and then the giveaways are going to pop up right there on the page, but also Add the code word adventure. That's not going to be as part of the giveaway posts, okay? Type that code word adventure. That officially enters you. We know you're listening to On the Right Road when you include that, okay? So for this this first giveaway tonight, I've got six sets of beautiful adventure file folders. They say cool things like Adventure Awaits and The Road Less Taken. I just, I saw these and I'm like, how perfect are these for tonight? And one of them is going to include a $50 Michael's gift card tucked inside to help you add creativity adventure to your classroom. So, there will be six teacher recipients and each one will receive one of the wonderful adventure folder sets, plus one of the six will also receive that Michael's gift card. So, to enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Right now as you're listening, just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. It'll be open until just the end of the show, till 6.30pm Pacific, 930 Eastern and we'll announce the six recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Make sure to include that code word ADVENTURE as part of your entry comment. Okay, so Marcy's going to pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now and of course you know this is just the first of the awesome giveaways I'll have throughout the show tonight so keep that Right Road Kids Facebook page Close and Ready, and just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, we're live Sunday, March 19th, the giveaways for tonight will, of course, be closed. Now, I am so excited, you guys, to welcome my guest this evening. Her name is Debbie Witterow, and she's a remarkable woman, you guys. Debbie has a degree in child development and a master's from Harvard. She's the author of The Adventures of Camellia N., book series and has been a visiting professor of communication at Pepperdine University for over 17 years. She's received many professional and academic awards, including the prestigious Charles H. Sandage Excellence in Teaching Award. Debbie also spearheaded the successful TV's Children's TV campaign for Kids Sake. I remember that when I was growing up, she directed the global marketing efforts for several Warner Brothers Children's programs, had columns in Sunshine Family Magazine and Kids Screen Magazine, and she's the founder and president of the Witterow Group. So, like with my wonderful guest Leon last on the Right Road show, I just it's no wonder to me that our paths have crossed to uplift teachers, parents, kids, and schools on the right road. Tonight's going to be another incredible adventure and inspirational blast for you all, and I'm just so excited to welcome Debbie Witterow to On the Right Road. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you, Paula. I'm thrilled to be with you tonight. Oh, this, this is just going to be such an amazing hour. I'm just, and you know what? If it's okay, what I've been doing with some of my guests, especially authors, so that the listeners can really, really kind of get to know you in a nutshell before we even begin. If it's okay, I'd like to do one of my quick fire sessions where just in two minutes, you answer 10 questions with the first thing that comes to your mind. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I'll do my best. Okay, so here's it. really easy, really fun. Here's the first question. Okay. What's your favorite color? My favorite color is green. Green. Okay, what's your favorite season?
0: My favorite season is fall. Perfect.
1: Do you have any kids? I do. I have one son who's 25. Awesome. Okay, where did, you, where did your passion to uplift kids like with your children's books come from? The passion for it
0: probably started when I was 11, and I was um, co-teaching a class with my sister at Cal State University, Northridge. We taught a summer workshop, and that was my very first paycheck. I was 11 years old, and we taught a French summer workshop.
1: That's probably (laughs) where it all started. (laughs) I love it. Okay, now here's a cool question, too. If you could do only one thing tomorrow, what would it be?
0: Uh, Get on a plane and start traveling to every continent in the world.
1: I love it. What's your favorite word? Fearless. Oh, good one. What's, what's, okay, this is a good one too. What's something about yourself that you usually don't share in interviews? (gasps) Okay, um, that I love to bake and I love to dance. Nice. Okay, now, here's a good one, too. If you could describe yourself in three words, what would they be? Oh, my goodness. That's a tough one. Um,
0: <laughs> interested. Oh, three words. Okay. Three words. You have to really think words. about that one. Um, committed. Um, committed. Oh, this is a tougher one than I thought. To put it into three words is hard. <laughs> but um, Committed, caring. Um, and, uh, like caring about the world. So I don't know how that would work in a
1: word I like it. Word. I like it. Okay. So now, do you have a dream or an adventure in your life that is not yet fulfilled? Yes. Um, to go to Antarctica. Ooh, I love it. That's perfect for tonight. Actually, what we're going to talk about. One of the things. <laughs> okay, so now, if you have just ten seconds to talk to the whole world all at once, what would you say to everyone in those ten seconds? Oh gosh, about my book, or just in general? And your ten seconds is ticking, Debbie. The, the whole world.
0: I would say that we all need to take care of each other and really inspire each other. And we can do so much more than we all currently do. So really forge forward
1: and make a difference. I love it. Aren't those great? It's like when you don't have time to think about stuff, it really tells, like you tell exactly what the deal is, exactly who you are. Isn't that fun? I love it. It's your heart talking, right? It's your heart talking. That's why I love to do that. Okay, now. So starting at the very beginning, Debbie, you started at Harvard and under the tutelage of a wonderful gentleman named Jerry Lesser, Gerald Lesser, I should say, to be you know, official. Yeah. He was one of the co-founders of Sesame Street. How awesome is that? Yeah. So not only thinking about preschool age kids but thinking about all children. What would you say is the most if you could only pick one thing? What's the most significant thing you learned from Mr. Lesser in terms of helping kids, you know, helping to nurture kids in terms of their development in as full and wonderful way as possible so that really they can each live their best life and their greatest life adventures.
0: You know, he taught me so much, but I did learn that adventure is around every corner and using, I I refer to it as messaging with meaning, um, like Sesame Street did, that you can literally change literacy scores and raise cognitive scores and increase GPAs later in life. And I'm hoping through Camellia and my book that I can further what he taught me to help create global ambassadors.
1: So... I love it. Oh my gosh, what a wonderful experience. So you just mentioned your book. Let's start with that. And this is actually how we met. Talk about adventure around every corner. Uh, This is the craziest thing. I was at Barnes & Noble. A while ago, I had Dan Gutman. You know, the Mm -hmm. writer of the Weird School series for kids, just Mm -hmm. best-selling author. And I was at Barnes & Noble purchasing his new book in bulk. And one of the wonderful gals there working there, I think her name was Susan. She's like, oh, my gosh, you know, how cool that you're buying so many. What in the world do you need those for? So I was telling her about the On the Right Road radio show and how we do all these giveaways for teachers. And she said, oh, my gosh, I know Wonderful authors. Here's one you gotta meet. So she took my card, she gave it to you, you called me like a couple <laughs> days later, and here we are. I know. So amazing. I love it. Adventures around the corner. So you released the first book in your The Adventures of Camellia N series, and it was entitled the The Arctic. You Correct. you released it last October. It's already received the Mom's Choice Award honoring excellence. So how did this series come about, Debbie? Um,
0: you know Interestingly enough, um, I always think that authentic stories come from within and the idea came to me in a dream. Um, My father was really behind uh, this series. He was an inspiration for it because he was an early pioneer in sustainability. And okay. he taught me to recycle, reuse, and to really take care of and love wildlife. So that became the inspiration. And when I woke up, I knew I had to write it down, and I wrote it down. And then three
1: years later, it became a book. So so you, you had a dream just like in the book, Camellia Has Dreams. Exactly. So, oh, my gosh, that is exactly. the coolest thing. Okay, I'm getting chills right now. You guys will totally understand when you read this book. That is so. That is why it's so important when we feel called to an adventure. That we and often it's. It, I remember an author called it marginalia. That time, like very creative time, right before you fall asleep, and and I believe even in your dreams, it's so important to get that out first thing when you wake up, or you'll forget it. Oh, so you know? I
0: agree. And writing oh my it gosh. down, and then wondering yes. where that came from and what you need to do with it.
1: You know. We, We need to teach our kids that tool, because I remember I had a Mm -hmm. psychology professor, I think in 11th grade, who taught me about that, and ever since that, I've done it, and some of my most creative things have come from that time of marginalia, of that most creative time around bedtime. Oh, my gosh. So, now, is there a reason that you started with the Arctic? Because there are several books in this series, right? There are there, there is actually nine
0: planned. Um, Camellia okay. will go to all seven continents under the sea and into space. Oh, and cool. So she goes the, whole, the entire planet. But yes, there is a reason I started with the Arctic because the Arctic is really the ideal starting place. Um, besides having unparalleled beauty and um, all, this ecosystem impacts the entire world. So that's why we started there. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, and what, oh, go ahead. What's the next one? I was going to say the next book will be Under the Sea. So, and eventually I'll end with um, Antarctica. So I started at the most northernmost part and I'll
1: end with the most southernmost part. So, Perfect. Well, and what's, with all of these books, what is your wish for kids to glean from them, to learn from them in a nutshell? In a nutshell, I hope that children learn about
0: the beauty in our planet and perhaps if they think the animals are cool too, they'll, they'll help take care of them and protect them. Um, in a nutshell, teaching children at a very young age to take care of and protect our environment will really change our world completely.
1: Well, and something else that tying into all of that, of course, what really struck me when I read this first book, uh, again, it's called The Adventures of Camellia N., The Arctic. Oh, my gosh, I could go on and on because this is so exciting, teachers and parents. <laughs> now, the book itself is, for, is the reading level for ages four to eight. But here's, here's the thing. My thought is that this book can be used as a springboard for envisioning and writing and dreaming the mm-hmm. co- for all ages not yeah. only kids i mean high school you know middle school adults where would you go in your dreams if you could decide? And I think teachers and parents should do this exercise too, because I think mm-hmm. it can lead to where you are supposed to be in your life and the adventures that are just waiting for you. I, I just cannot stress the importance of learning ourselves and encouraging and inspiring our kids to live life's adventures. Was this one of your purpose in writing purposes in writing this series? Did you envision it for touching all ages? Because it touched me. Oh, thank you.
0: You know, I think if you're writing a book for children, parents should and teachers should get something out of the book. And I even had parents say to me, is that true? Um, Referring to the UV vision that a reindeer has and um, different facts. So I I was hoping that it would hit on all levels and be, you know, something that parents would enjoy as well. But, um, you know, coincidentally, there are, uh, middle school teachers using the book in the classroom as well, and a couple of the teachers are using it for remedial reading classes too. So I do think the messaging
1: crosses all ages, and I appreciate that you saw that too and recognize that. Well, it's definitely not. There's there, I've read so many children's books, and it's it's it. There's something that's very very unique about it. It's not. Um, it's it's talking to kids hearts. It's speaking the, the way that it's written is in a language that somehow really connects to any age. I, I don't know if I'm describing that very well, but I got a lot out of it, even though I read, you know, of course, I could read it in five minutes, but it, there was something special to it. And it really sparked. Here's the thing, you know, help the book itself can help people dream and explore and find their life adventures. Mm-hmm. And I think teaching that to kids is crucial. If we don't help kids find that, they're going to miss a huge part of their life, their life adventures. So, guys, guess what? I've got my first word scavenger hunt adventure email giveaway for tonight. This is the first time I'm doing this. So many of you have shared with me that you've been so excited about this. So here's the deal. What you're going to do for this, it's not a Facebook giveaway. You're going to email me at heypaula.com. That's Hey Paula, like the old 60s song, H-E-Y Paula at rightroadkids.org. And the gift is another $50 Michael's gift card, okay? So I love Classroom Creativity Adventure, so you'll be able to add so much creativity with this. Now here's the question. So you're going to answer this question. Also include your school, city, and state in the quick little email that you send me. Does that make sense? I hope everybody. So again, email me at heypaula at rightroadkids.org. You're going to be in the drawing for the $50 Michaels gift card by doing this. And here's the question that you got to answer. What did Debbie share is her favorite color? Okay, so include that in the answer. Include your school, city, and state. And also type color giveaway in the subject line. So it's really easy for me to know what you're emailing me about. Okay. Oh, I love this. This is so much fun. Okay. So Debbie, now back to all the wonderful things we were talking about. In conjunction with your books, you also have started a program for kids, teachers, and schools called Camellia Kids Care. And I want to make sure that everyone knows about the program. So what is the Camellia Kids Care program? I am so super excited about it because I
0: really feel that the way to, um, you know, a book is just a book, just like a TV show was just a TV show that I produced in the past, but really bringing it to the hearts of the students will will bring it to life. And Camellia Kids Care is in-school programs that encourage further environmental action and... Um, The programs have really been interesting. Um, I work with the schools to create various different programs, one um, to teach children like hands-on about energy, water consumption, reusing, and recycling. But something I'm really proud of is starting a global pen pal program that third and fourth grade classes have adopted worldwide and seriously, this has helped propel the series into the children's lives. Although any age can participate, the Pen Pal program kids have been using Google Docs to communicate. And it okay. tends to work best with a third-grade classroom, I'm finding. Um, but what's so exciting, I heard today from one of the uh, Norwegian uh, teachers that teaches third grade. And he had his students, a third-grade class, do all of the Google Docs in English, and they're just learning English, so they did letters to their pen pals and their pen pal is in northern california and they just sent the letters off and what they're looking at is the environment and how it's so different in norway from northern california and what a day in the life is like for a student in Trondheim, norway versus up again in california and the kids are learning so much and they're having so much fun with it so i'm very proud of the program and i'm hopeful to grow it with more teachers and if you you know the teachers that are listening if you're interested, you could just email me and I'll help you generate ideas for integration and even be happy to
1: speak at your school about it if if they would like. Well, and wonderful. And, and Debbie, I don't want you to sell yourself short because I feel like, I know that, like you said, third and fourth grade, but I feel like this kind of experience is crucial for kids all the way up through high school. I mean, imagine high school kids in, like you said, in Northern California or in Maine or wherever, Mm -hmm. you know, communicating with kids in Africa or communicating with kids in Europe. You can learn so much. So I don't want to just pigeonhole it just to third and fourth grade. I think this is an experience. Every Right Road teacher listening, I think you should reach out to Debbie and get your kids connected. It doesn't seem like it would be that much extra work, but what they would glean from it would just be extraordinary. So Debbie, I know you said email. How can they easily email you and get in touch with you for this Camellia Kids Care program? Probably the easiest thing to do is
0: to email me directly and it's on my website is the email. It's okay. my name um, at com. but my website is simply my name as well. It's just com, and they can stay on. Um, I keep it updated all the time so they can stay on the website and see what is happening and what the different schools are doing. I'm in midst of planning, many different schools participating, and trying to do this all over the globe. So um, I started in the Arctic because book one was in the Arctic, but like I said, book two is under the sea, so I'm working with schools right now. I have a school in New Zealand. I have one in Ireland. I'm I'm doing the best I can, one in Japan, and then trying to get partner schools here and um, put these programs together. So please contact me.
1: I'd love to work with you. Well, I, I have a feeling there are so many of you listening that this would just be. I, I bet your minds are just going, oh my gosh, what a great experience for my kids. So, again, it's Debbie Witterow. That's just D E B B I E. And Witterow is just like it sounds W I D E E. I want to spell it right. W I. Spell it for me, Debbie. Your last W I D E R O E. O E. There you go. Okay. So, DebbieWitterow.com. Got it, everybody? Okay. A way to teach
0: the comment, you know, the the core as well, because you, they're teaching English lessons, they're teaching social studies, they're teaching geography, they're teaching science, so yes. um, it, it's, you know, even, you know writing, it, it's everything, so we ha- we're having a lot of fun with it, and every teacher can individualize the program to make it work for them, but at the bottom line, the Camellia Kids Care Program, you know, helps to create global ambassadors,
1: and that's what we're trying exactly. to do. Exactly. Well, and I just love the whole thing of connecting with different cultures and in real ways where kids can actually connect with kids. I just, I think the sky's the limit for this program. I'm so excited for you and so excited for all of you guys listening and all the kids. Oh my gosh. Okay. So now I, obviously you can find your book at Barnes and Noble. Where else can people easily get your book? Um, of course, online
0: through Amazon, and then through um, independent booksellers globally, they can um, okay. all, they either carry it on shelf or they can get the book as well. Um, well, something and- that you might be interested in, Paula, is for Southern California listeners on Earth Day, uh, which is Saturday, April 22nd. For those Southern California folks, um, Barnes & Noble invited me back in Westlake Village to uh, yeah. read my book for Storytime, and they're doing an event um, around it. So perhaps some local educators,
1: parents, or kids would be able to attend. It would be wonderful. Perfect. Well guess what, you guys? I have the second on the right road Facebook giveaway for tonight and hold on to your hats <laughs> because I have nine of Debbie's the Adventures of Camellia N. The Arctic Books, the hardcover, awesome autographed books. So this is open to all teachers listening to On the Right Road right now. So there will be nine teacher recipients for this giveaway, and each one will receive an autographed copy of Debbie's book. Plus, I'm going to tuck a $50 Lakeshore Learning gift card into one of them as well. Because uh, Lakeshore Learning just has so many wonderful adventure kind of creative fun materials for learning in the classroom. So I always like to add as much as I possibly can. So to enter, just go to the Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Follow those simple entry guidelines in the offer post. Make sure to also include tonight's code word adventure as part of your entry comment. Even if you included it when you entered tonight's first on the Right Road giveaway, make sure to type adventure as part of your entry comment. For this giveaway too. So, Marcia, you can go pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. It'll be open until just after the end of tonight's show, till 7 Pacific time tonight, 10 Eastern. And we'll announce the nine recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. And one kind of special note for this giveaway: if you're a recipient, Debbie is just asking that you jot a quick review of the book, and I'll include how you can do that. Um Thank you so much to Debbie and her publisher, Notable Kids Publishing, for donating the books. I mean, it's a big thing to donate. They're the the nice, hardcover, wonderful books. So it's just a a wonderful gift. Thank you so much, Debbie. And I really encourage you guys all to get this book. Like I said, it can be used for so many things. Yay! Okay, thank you. (laughs) Now, I entitled this episode, Adventures in Teaching, because in addition to wanting to introduce you all to Debbie and her adventures for of Camellia and books and all of the wonderful adventures involved with that for your classrooms and kids, her expertise also lies in many other areas that translate into important adventure information for teachers. So, Debbie, oh my gosh, I hardly know where to begin, but could you just <laughs> briefly tell us about your teaching at Pepperdine? Of course. Um, I... Uh, I, too, am a teacher. I've been teaching for over
0: two decades. I've been at Pepperdine for just about 18 years. Um, I do teach advertising and integrated marketing courses and um, have given rise to many entrepreneurs at Pepperdine and from Pepperdine, my approach is a little unique. It's always been to create hands-on, real-world projects for my students. Um, I'm a big believer in bringing creativity into the classroom and trying to bring the field to life. Um, doing these real-world projects, just like a Camellia Kids Care program would do, um, it really helps differentiate me as a teacher, and um, you know, I think it really sets my students apart as well.
1: Well, and I love the the real life. That was something that I had a lot of teachers that incorporated kind of a real life thing into my learning experience. I remember in eighth grade, I had a teacher and we had to create a company and actually sell the products. And that oh my gosh, that was so powerful for me for the whole rest of my life. It wasn't just right. reading it from a book. It was really doing it. And so I can I, I bet you you have lines out the door for, <laughs> you know, to, for for college kids to take your course. And I know that part of what you do is marketing and communication. And I really feel like communication is almost becoming a lost art. I feel like it's a key to life and successful life adventures. And I just yeah. really want to pick your brain for a minute, Debbie. And I, mm-hmm. I think it's so important for all of us as teachers and educators and parents to really hear this from a from an expert in this field. What do you think are the most important things for teachers and parents to make sure kids really know in terms of communication as they move from elementary to middle school to high school and beyond? I mean, in you know what i mean i think in today's world of technology kids are only learning to text and right. the art of communication is getting lost so what is it what's the import, most important thing for teachers and parents to make sure kids know well i do think you need to have exceptional
0: written and oral communication skills not only for college but for not only college and their careers but for life um so disconnecting is probably a really key part of um, or should be a, of a child's life right now so that they do um, have some downtime and read and just be still and let their let their brains go and let their minds go and be creative. But I think that, you know, teaching children... Uh, as far as communication goes, to be open-minded and ask questions and know it's okay to be wrong is really right. important. And also the respect to know we all communicate differently. And children, you know, do need to learn to be accepting and tolerant of others who maybe communicate a little differently than they do. So, um, But communication, you're right, is a key to life and success.
1: Well, and do you think, in general, that kids today are coming into college prepared with this communication base that they need to succeed? Um,
0: it's a mixed bag, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think that they can do much better. So, and I I agree with you. I think technology has played a big role, and we do need to get back to some of the basics. So that we get that skill set back, especially writing and, you know, standing up in front of a class and presenting and doing it maybe the old fashioned way where you don't need a PowerPoint
1: presentation behind you. I like that, I, and I think that's an important thing for all of us who work with kids to really hear, is that it's okay to do some things old school. I think we should be doing, I mean, I'm just kind of coming off the cuff with this, but I think we should be doing half of the things we do old school. Technology can be wonderful, and I think if we focus half of our time and energy on that, um, you know, there's so much you can do. I mean, computers, everything, it just it allows so much to happen, but if we're missing that whole half of the old school way of communicating and connecting with each other, something's really missing from our life and our adventure experiences, don't you think?
0: Oh, I totally think. And uh, I see kids sitting in the same room and they're literally texting to one another versus communicating. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I think we need to get back a little bit to the the old school way of doing things, too
1: yes so teachers it's okay if you go old school and and some i think some kids might look at us like what are we doing but but oh my gosh it's the heart of the matter so now here's one other big topic that i want to touch upon debbie and this is really on my heart for teachers because Teachers are having to become marketing gurus mm-hmm. and dealing they have to deal with marketing adventures for their classroom. And what I mean by that is, I mentioned it earlier on in the show, is that teachers are having to figure out how to raise funds and get the resources they need for their classrooms, which wasn't the case when we were growing up. Now they have to figure out how they're going to get all that they need for their classroom. So they almost have to know how to market themselves. Mm -hmm. There's so much competition. The world is so loud out there. So I'm wondering if you could just, from all of your wonderful expertise, Debbie, I'm wondering if you could just share maybe three tips for all of the wonderful listeners. What can teachers do to market their classroom, to make this process of getting the funds and resources as easy as possible for them? I hope that makes sense.
0: It does. It's a really good question, and I do think teachers need to brand themselves. Um, I would start with, like if I were going to do your three points, I'd start with number one, to think about who you are as a teacher and think about how you want to be as a brand. Who are you? We're all different. We all bring something unique to the classroom, so who are you? as a teacher. And like then l- and then learn how to market yourself. And once you identify this, perhaps by looking at your strengths and weaknesses, you'll figure out too what makes you you as a teacher. Once you do that, I noticed that I know it for myself too. You see that you feel more re energized and so will your students because you're being authentic to who you really are and you're bringing a piece of you to the classroom. So that's really important. I would say that would be one. So Two. it's like
1: it's like it's like it's like branding yourself. Yes. Like you think of yes. branding a product. It's branding yourself and this is who I really am. So almost creating like a visual or a, a a brand for yourself so people can see it and glom onto it, right?
0: I don't think we take a lot of time to think about that as teachers. Yeah. yeah. Who are we? We're just in a sea of other teachers. And right. we need to sit back and say, wait a minute, what makes me, the second point would be to differentiate yourself from other teachers. And okay. one way to do that is by the projects that you really champion. Um, if you can take on projects that you truly are passionate about. It helps you become more creative in the classroom and makes you a a more, creates a more enthusiastic environment. The kids get more enthusiastic. You're more enthused. And I, I think all in all, we need to figure out what makes us tick and really creates our brand or differentiates us within the class. And projects like Kids Care would help differentiate the teachers. And I did notice with a few of the teachers using the program now, they say that they've been kind of set apart. This has become their thing. They're working on global pen pal programs and all of the sustainability issues that the school is tackling. They're becoming the expert in that area. And they love it because, again, it differentiates themselves from the pack. So they kind of found their own niche, which does help energize a teacher. And you asked me to come up with three. Out um, the other thing, the third thing I think teachers don't do a very good job about is letting others in the community know about the projects that um, that they're undertaking. Um, so people do need to know what you're doing in order to support you. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be bragging or people are so uncomfortable saying, uh, telling others what they're doing. But the truth is, by taking on exciting projects and then letting the school and parents and then the community know about it, not only serves the classroom and the school itself gets recognition,
1: but often leads to donations. Right, so, and I, you and I were talking the other day about the power of letting the local newspaper know. For exactly. example, if you get a big donors choose project funded, let mm-hmm. the local newspaper know that this happened and thank you to the community and everything. Often, if you write your own little story, they'll publish it as is. I've found so mm-hmm. you and then people are going to know about it and they're going to maybe come to you if they have a, you know extra funds or extra resources. So I love that. Thank yes, you so when much, am I Debbie. To
0: start a garden because they're a school that was really suffering, and they, they started the Camellia Kids Care program, and they wanted to start a, a garden. They got the press involved, and soon the local nursery was donating oh. supplies for them to you know have their garden. So this is what it's really about. Um, getting word out there, differentiating yourself from other teachers, and then thinking first, of course, of what brand you are and who you are and what you bring to the classroom because we are so very different.
1: I love it. Well, on that Thank note, you. I've got my second word scavenger hunt for tonight. <laughs> this is another one you're gonna, this is an email giveaway. So you're gonna go to Hey Paula again, Hey Paula H E Y P A U L A at rightroadkids.org. And this one is gonna be for another $50 Lakeshore Learning gift card. And also so when you answer the question in the email, also of course include your school, city, and state. And here's the question, okay? What is the name of the main character in Debbie's books? <laughs> so, again, go to Hey Paula at rightroadkids.org. Uh, answer the question What's the main character in Debbie's books? Include your school, city, and state, and type name giveaway in the subject line. So I know that you're entering that giveaway. And, and on that note, Debbie, I'm just curious to know I can't believe that the time is flying by so quickly. Oh my gosh. Is there anything else that you'd like to share from your heart with all of our wonderful On the Right Road listeners? Just kind of a final, just from your sure. heart. Um,
0: yes, because it will be because of all of you that the messaging of Camellia N reaches as many children as possible. I do think that every one of us has a role, and no doubt children will lead the way to our brighter future and change our change the trajectory of our planet, but... I feel that um, it takes a village to make change, and I'm truly confident that the on- the right road listeners are the perfect village to make change. So I'm very hopeful, and um, you know, my heart is speaking to all of you, that I hope you embrace the book series, and that together we can really make change happen and create a new world
1: for ourselves through our children. Absolutely. And again, Debbie's book is called The Adventures of Camellia N. The first in the series is available now. It's called The Arctic. And again, if you want to reach out to her to, you know, to visit your school, or if you want to get bulk orders of her books or get involved in the Camellia Kids Care Program, you can email her at com. Is that right, Debbie? Did I say that right? It would be Debbie Wittereau at gmail.com. At gmail.com. And, again, you can visit her website at Debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E, W I D E R O E W-I-D-E-R-O-E.com, right? Did I say that Correct. right?
0: Correct. <laughs> I also have, um, I'm pretty active on both Instagram and Facebook as well, and a lot of the updates will be there regularly, so that would also be a very good way to uh, stay up to date and learn how you can be
1: involved. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being my guest tonight, Debbie. What oh, an a wonderful adventure this has been. I told you it was going to go like quick. Thank live you. <laughs> thank you. This was
0: a wonderful adventure. So I appreciate you having me on as a guest, and I
1: thank all of you listeners as well. I hope to meet so many of you. So thank you, Paula. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you so much also to my wonderful On the Right Road sponsors, Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Lori Stenis and our Keller Williams Real Estate Team, Nair, Seatsack, and the Southern California DCH, Audi, Honda, Ford, Lexus, and Toyota car dealerships. These are all incredible companies, so go, go out and support them because they do so much to support Right Road. And I've got another wonderful sponsor coming on board in April, As well, I just, I'm feeling so blessed on the right road where it, just so many wonderful things are happening, and we always want to share and give them to all of you. Give as much as we can. Um, remember to mark your calendars, you guys, for Sunday, April 2nd. That wonderful episode is going to focus on the boredom academ- epidemic that so many mm-hmm. teachers have shared with me is infiltrating their schools. Another life-changing episode it's going to be. Um, just it, we're going to provide ideas and insights to help engage and motivate kids in school in the midst of like what we talked about tonight. This technology and instant gratification age. So, oh, that's going to be another wonderful episode. I can't wait. And, like I always like to do, you guys, I have a few nuggets from my heart just to kind of wrap things up tonight that you can take into your week to come. Um, number one, live your adventure and teach your kids to live their life adventures. I think Debbie's book is a wonderful tool. To engage in this process in our lives. I think that unfortunately, just with all the technology and just being stuck on a, on a iPhone screen and a computer screen all the time. Again, technology can be wonderful, but I think so many adventures. In our kids lives are getting lost we have to learn ourselves to remember how to go out and adventure whatever that means for you and then teach our kids to learn to just enjoy the adventures in life and experience those adventures number two you know what we can make daily tasks and chores adventures and teach kids to do the same i mean I, When I'm working with kids, sometimes, you know, I take every minute and jam pack in as much learning as I can. And sometimes, yep, you got to clean up. So, what I do is I go, here's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. I go, okay, you guys, we got 60 minutes to clean up, or 60 seconds, excuse me. And I go, on your market set, go. And I watch the clock and I count down, okay, 45 more seconds. And lo and behold, every time they are done in that 60 seconds. It's just crazy. It's an adventure. It's not, oh, we got to clean up. And then what I do next time is I go, okay, let's try to beat that record. Let's clean up in 55 seconds this time. And it just makes life a fun adventure instead of a drag with some of the things that are chores and tasks. So try that in your classrooms and in your homes. It just gives it all a whole new perspective. Number three, enjoy the journey. You know, I we've we hear this said so often, but so many of us forget on a daily basis to enjoy the journey, bumps in the road and all. Um, my son, this past week, oh my gosh, he's a baseball player extraordinaire, and at school he was playing ultimate frisbee, and he and his buddy ran into each other, and Micah broke his finger, of all things, right in the height of baseball season. And what I what I've loved, and what we're really trying to instill in him and teach him is, okay, life happens sometimes, crazy things happen. Sometimes, But you can choose to be bummed out or you can choose to find out what's the adventure in this situation. So he's been coaching first base, he's being of support, he's going to the games, even though he can't play in them. He's like helping to coach, he's being of support in different ways. And through this, I know that in five years, he's going to look back and know that this built his character in a whole different way through this adventure, even though it never would have been his first choice. So enjoy the journey, everybody bumps and all. And number four, I think each of our lives can include many adventure paths. I mean, Debbie, my wonderful guest this evening. She's an author, she's a teacher, she's a marketing and communication expert. So teachers and parents, don't be afraid to explore all of your life's adventures. I know sometimes being in the classroom with kids and, and you don't have as many adult experiences. Sometimes I need to take a day and connect with adults. I love kids with all of my heart, but sometimes I need to explore the grown-up adventures in my life. It's okay to do that. If you're if you're an author you wrote a book find out how to get that thing published whatever other adventures are in your heart don't be afraid to explore those don't feel like you're only pigeonholed in one way the sky's the limit for your life adventure is at every corner and number five thank you teachers for all of the adventures that you handle every day and for always shining your amazing light into the world and into kids lives i i say this is our theme for the whole on the right road year is to shine and i just wanted to make sure to take a moment tonight to thank you all for shining your light for handling those adventures every day that the ones that are so difficult that that Sometimes I know that teachers are in tears because of, because people don't realize all the adventures that you do deal with. So thank you, thank you a million, a bajillion times. Thank you for all that you do. And I've now I've got my On the Right Road teacher listener shout outs. I decided to do them at the end of the program tonight. I always like to take time to honor as many of you as I can in each show. And as always, each teacher whose name in school I share right now live on the air will receive a fun bet grab bag of school supplies plus I started doing this with the last show and it was so fun that I thought I'd do it again almost everybody last time responded so I thought I'd do it again if you private message me on our Right Road Kids Facebook page if you hear your name right now we'll double the size of your Gift pack. So, how fun is that? And again, reminder that the Right Road team and I will mail out all the gifts and giveaways from tonight's show to the recipient teachers at their schools the week of March 27th. So, here are the right on the Right Road teacher shout outs for this evening. Again, Remember, you're all a part of this Right Road family. We honor and uplift you all, even though I can't say all of your names in one show. Here are just a few of the wonderful Right Road family members. Cynthia Wilder from John Muir K through eight Academy in Long Beach, California. Breland Hudson from ARP Elementary School in ARP, Texas. Jim Hazer from Wildwood Elementary in Wildwood, Florida. Amy Bark Par from Elm Park Community School in Worcester, Massachusetts. Denise Wilson from Winchester Elementary in Memphis, Tennessee. Kira Klaus from Stewart Middle School in Norristown, Pennsylvania. Lori Jones from Saddus Elementary in Wapato, Washington. Tina Jackson from Lehman Academy of Excellence in Sierra Vista, Arizona. Jenny Chambliss from Chattahoochee Elementary in Duluth, Georgia. Barb Medellis from Hartford Public Schools in Hartford, Connecticut. mister Kim Ila from Durant High School in Plant City, Florida. Sonia Galan or Galen, I'm sorry if I said your name wrong from Calmeca. Academy of Fine Arts and Dual Language in Chicago, Illinois. Daphne Moss from Marcofer Elementary in Elk Grove, California. And Mary Carlson from Algonquin Elementary in Sterling, Virginia. She and her husband are celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary tonight and they're listening to On the Right Road tonight. So how cool is that? Congratulations, Mary and your husband. And again, thank you all for tuning in. I just, I love you all. I wish I could say all of your names tonight, all of you wonderful. Wonderful listeners, And you know I've got one more wonderful On the Right Road giveaway for you all this evening. Remember, I'll announce all the recipients from all of tonight's On the Right Road giveaways, including our pre-show giveaways, too, on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. So here's the final awesome giveaway for this evening. It's open to all teachers in the United States listening to On the Right Road right now. I have six schoolgirl-style $35 gift certificates for classroom decor packages. So there will be six teacher recipients, and each will receive a $35 gift certificate. So you can pick the classroom decor that is just right for your classroom. I mean, I think classroom decor is such a key part of feeling adventure for kids when they come into school. So I thought this would be perfect for tonight's show. And I really wanted to honor Melanie Robuski. She's the founder of Schoolgirl Style. She was one of my guests uh, on a recent On the Right Road show, and she was so wonderful. So, yay! So, to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Follow those simple entry guidelines in the offer post. Make sure to also type in tonight's code word ADVENTURE as part of your entry comment as well. This giveaway will be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And I'll announce all the six recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. So, Marcia, you can go pop that up right now on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Oh, my gosh to wrap up tonight thank you so much to Debbie Witterow my amazing guest this evening on the right road thanks to right road team member Marcy for the wonderful behind the scenes support thank you to my wonderful engineer Aaron tonight and the whole Voice America team love you guys thank you all so much for listening and being a part of the Right Road family blessings love and light to every single one of you in case you've missed any part of this evening's show or would like to share it with friends or family this episode will of course be available to listen to or download for free and and you guys watch for that click and listen giveaway that we'll have on our Right Road Kids Facebook page next weekend even if you're listening live now you can still click and listen and enter that giveaway um, A reminder that our next On the Right Road radio show here will be live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Sunday, April 2nd. In between our live broadcasts, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and, of course, on our website at rightroadkids.org. Always remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, April 2nd at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Hey, you guys, dream and live your most amazing adventures, everyone. I love you all.